We hope you enjoy this message from Pastor Bardwell. To hear more, please use our media player at PCAChurch.com and join us every Sunday at 1030 at 2313 East Prospect in Ponca City. Now join us for the following message. And so today I want to uh, preach a message out of a passage that I believe has been misinterpreted at least every time I've ever heard it preached. Today I want to take all of you, but especially the ladies, to the house of Mary and Martha. Okay, so Martha is in the kitchen. The doorbell has just rung. They do not have a ring doorbell, so they can't see who's at the door. They have to actually open the door. And she hears Mary open the door and squeal loudly, Jesus! What? And all the other disciples are with you. Come on in. And Martha is preparing dinner for her and her family. And she hears Mary and 13 other men have just joined us for dinner and no one called ahead. What am I gonna do? I had enough stew for two. And now I have 13 other men showed up. Why don't they call in advance make a reservation, let somebody know, and, and all I hear is a bunch of laughing and, and everybody's happy and Mary's just running around like she's the most excited. And, and nobody, I've got I've to add more water. I've got I've to add more water to I me. Mean, how much, uh, how much, come on. Got to do the math. I got to get some more stuff going. And, and you see all this frantic, and Martha's in here just going crazy. And Mary's out there doing nothing. What is going on here? And so Martha finally has got everything chopped about as much as she can chop it. You got the scene? And she finally has had enough. She runs out into the living room and we start the picture here. We find this in the word of God. We find it in Luke chapter 10, verse 38 through 40, it says this. As Jesus and his disciples were on their way, he came to a village where a woman named Martha opened her home to him. She had a sister called Mary who sat at the Lord's feet, listening to what he said. But Martha was distracted by all the preparations that had to be made. She came to him and asked him, I like the way she says ask. Really in the Greek, it's not asking Lord, don't you care that my sister has left me to do the work by myself? Tell her to help me. Now, how many know that Jesus was always breaking with traditions? Because in this culture, in this day, women really did not have a voice. It was a male-dominated society, and whenever a man 
and his friends come to the house, it was proper protocol for all of the ladies to go into the kitchen and to fix the meal. So Martha was doing exactly what Martha was supposed to be doing. Mary was the one causing trouble. You see, I've always heard it preached, oh, Mary was such a beautiful, saintly woman of God. All she just wanted to do was sit at Jesus' feet. And then Martha, Martha, why aren't you more like Mary, right? But that's not the truth of the passage. The truth of the passage should be, Mary, why aren't you doing what you're supposed to be doing? Because you see, a woman was not supposed to be taught by rabbis, only men. A woman was not supposed to be sitting in the same room with all men because a woman's place at this point in culture was in the kitchen cooking, preparing everything because it was their job to be a good host or hostess. So we have the first Martha Stewart doing what she knows to do and she's good at it. I mean, she's adding more water to the stew. She, she's, she's doing what she's supposed to do. She's in here, and she is actually being the woman that God has called her to be, and not little Miss Two-Shoes, Miss Mary, sitting at Jesus' feet, doing nothing. So we have what I call Martha moments. These are M&Ms of motherhood. Martha's moments. I don't know if you gentlemen have ever maybe been in the living room, been in the den, and you hear cooking in the kitchen. But it's not the normal. No, what you hear is... How many of you know there's a different sound when mama ain't happy? <laughs> You've been in there and you tell the kids, son, daughter, there's knives in there, don't go in there. <laughs> mama mad. You can tell how a woman cooks as to how she's doing, right? Now you ladies, you know too, you've been guilty of stirring a little bit harder slamming stuff around, and everybody knows that when the flower is flying, when the flower is flying, you might not ought to go in the kitchen. Well, Martha's got the flower flying, beating the pots and pans, making every kind of noise, thinking, I know in just a minute, Mary will hear something that will cause her to come out of her deep trance over Jesus and get herself in this kitchen and help me because this is what we're supposed to be doing. This is what we're supposed to be doing. This is our role. This is what, as a mom, as a hostess, I am supposed to be doing. But then we got the merry moments. She greets Jesus at the front. Oh, Jesus is here. It's wonderful. Come on in. I've been waiting for you. And how many of you know that Jesus arrives right on time? 
Now see, what we don't read in the Bible is the backstories to all this, and so I'm left to be very subjective. So you can preach it how you want to, but this is how I'm preaching it today. We don't know what's been going on in Mary's life. Maybe Mary has had a hard time, a moment in her life to where she needs Jesus more than she needs food. Maybe Mary is going through some times in her life to where, thank you, Jesus. I've been waiting for you. I need you to give me a word for this situation. I need to spend time in your presence today. Moms, have you ever been there to where you needed the presence of God more than you needed a hamburger? You needed a word from the word for today because you got things going on in your life, in your family's life, and things are going crazy. And right now you're like, I, I don't care about the food. I, I don't care about anything. I've got to spend some time with Jesus. And in those moments, you become oblivious to what's going on around you. So I believe Martha's doing what we're supposed to be doing. But maybe Mary's having a situation in her life to where I need Jesus, I need his presence, I need him to give me a word more than I need food right now. You see, there's been times in my life that I needed a word from God more than I needed anything else. There have been times where Miss Sandy has called me and said, hey honey, are you coming home for dinner? I'm going, no, I'm not gonna be there for a while. I'm gonna spend some more time at the church. I've had some times to where I needed God's intervention more than anything else. And so I believe that Mary was having these moments, and Eminem, a motherhood here, a moment to where she needed Jesus more than anything else. At the same time, simultaneously, Martha's having a moment because she's doing what she has to do for guests in her house. You see, I believe that a lot of us moms and a lot of us ladies, we have a merry heart, but we live in a Martha house. Yeah, we have a merry heart. We want to spend time at Jesus' feet. But we've got so much to do, and if I don't do it, who's going to? Who's going to help me? I'm in here doing this. I'm doing all this by myself. And I believe that some of us have marched into Jesus' presence and go, don't you care? I have. I mean, Martha must have had a great relationship with Jesus. She didn't go in there and whisper to one of the disciples, hey, I don't want to interrupt anything, but uh, next time, could you get Mary's attention and tell her to come in here and help me? No, she walks in the room, flower flying. You know what I'm talking about? Hands on the hips, stomping in there. Jesus! Don't you care? You tell her to get in here and help me. She's talking to the who prophesied by Isaiah. Isaiah prophesied he would be a man of compassion. 
And she's asking him, don't you have compassion on me? Wow. Can you tell that Martha is to the point of total frustration? Martha's to the point where she's been pushed. She's tired. I'll guarantee you she's exhausted. I'll guarantee you her hair's kind of a mess. Her makeup's probably not on just right. Her, her apron's probably crooked and all dirty and dingy. And, and she's in there and she's trying to get things done because there's 13 men that just showed up and I wasn't preparing for them. And all of you ladies know what that's like when you've got your meal planned out. You know, you've, you've done the seconds with Sandy. You've prepared the meal. You've got it just right. The table is set. I mean, this, this Martha Stewart here, she's wanting to impress Jesus. Have the table set perfect. All the knife, fork, and spoons in the right places. The right number of glasses. And how many of you know that whenever you have a table set for a king, it's pretty, pretty nice. And nobody's helping her. And today, I take both of these ladies and put them equally I'm not here to beat up Martha. I'm here to say, Martha, I understand. Because if you don't do it, who's going to? And I'm here also to tell you there are times when you have merry moments to where, you know what? The beds can be unmade, the dishes can be dirty, the trash can be running over, I don't care. I've got to spend some time in Jesus' presence. I've got to spend some time in Jesus' presence. Mary, you've had some moments. Martha, you're having a moment. I believe at any time, all of you ladies can be a Martha or a Mary. It's just according to what, which snapshot of time we see you in. You see, we see these ladies for just four or five verses, and that's it. We don't get the backstory. And so if I were to look at some of your lives and just have just a couple of hours, some of you may be in your Martha mode. Man, you're cleaning, you're, you're doing the housework, you're, you're getting everything done. Blah, blah. And boy, I'm gonna look at you and go, boy, you're a Martha, you're, you're getting everything done. The, the house is, I mean, it's great. And if I look at you at another time, I may see you in a merry moment. It's where you're going, I've gotta spend some time in the presence of God. I don't care what the house looks like. I don't care what the kids look like. I've got to get a word from God today. I've got to get, I, I need some peace that surpasseth understanding. I, I need some help from God today. And I, I can't get it from anybody else except him. I need that. And sometimes we can feel desperate in either perspective. And sometimes our perspective gets out of perspective. You see, Martha's perspective was Mary's doing nothing. Mary's perspective was, Martha, why aren't you in here with me? Martha's like, are you kidding me? Who's going to feed everybody? Who's going to take care of everybody? So we have the two, Mary and Martha, M&Ms. Martha's doing for Jesus. Mary is doing with Jesus. Martha is saying no one cares. And Mary's going, I need Jesus to care. Martha is going in telling Jesus. And Mary is listening to Jesus. Martha says, I've got to change everybody else. Mary, be more like me. And Mary's like, I'm needing God to change me. Martha is frustrated. Mary is peaceful.
I believe that every lady in this house has a merry heart, but sometimes you live in a Martha house. You have to get up, get the kids up, get them dressed, feed them, and sometimes you have to make meals for them to take to school. Then you gotta get yourself ready to go to work. You work all day, you come home, you prepare supper, you do the laundry, you clean the house, you work out, if that's even possible, to get all that done in one day. And then you've got to be a wife, and then on top of that, you've got to be involved in all the sports. You've got to make sure that you carry the right snacks to all the games. And then you get a Saturday morning, you think, oh, I'm going to sleep in. But no, there's a soccer game at 7 a.m. on Saturday morning. And you got to get up and get the kids' uniforms on and make sure they're clean and get all the snacks and take them to soccer and spend all day at the soccer fields, at the volleyball courts, at the basketball, the baseball, wherever you're going. And then you come to church on Sunday and think, oh, finally, I get to be a Mary. No, 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 the church then asks you, you got to get involved. Because you have children, you need to do something in the church. So now you're coming to church and you don't even get to sit down hardly because you're doing everything at the church. And by the time you leave church, you gotta go home and get dinner because your husband's not taking you out for dinner on Sunday. You gotta go home and cook and clean it. I heard a lady one time tell her husband, it would be so nice to be you. (laughs) All of the ladies know what I'm talking about. Because her perspective got out of perspective. She thought all you do is go to work, punch a clock, come home, and you sit down and you're done. I go to work, go home, punch a clock, come home, and I'm just starting. A lot of you ladies don't even slow down until 9 or 9, 30, 10 o'clock at night. Come on. You're living in a merry house. If you don't do it, it ain't getting done. And the kids have to be fed at least once a day. You know what I'm talking about. You're so exhausted. Please go in there and find some kind of junk food and and just eat it. I'm done. I don't care what you eat. Just eat something. Okay, mom, I'm going to eat a pound of sugar. Okay, go ahead. And then, with all of that, you feel guilt. Yeah. Because there's always that one mom, who does it all and even looks like a runway model. Her hair is perfect, makeup's perfect, everything she wears is tailor-made. She's never dirty, she's never out of step, and everything in her life is just wonderful. How do you like being a mom? I love being a mom. It's God's blessing from heaven upon me. I have seven children and it's awesome. (laughs) And so you show up at their house unannounced and sure enough, the house is immaculate. Not a toy on the floor. Everything's dusted, polished, vacuum cleaned. And she's sitting there relaxed in a chair. Her husband is sitting there looking sharp, fit. She works out five hours a day. You know that mom. And then she posted all over social media. Her kids are everywhere. And they're always perfect. And you look at your life and go, what? You got flower flying. It's a mess. 
For some of you, if Mary was your friend, you would unfriend her. I can't take it anymore. I'm done, Mary. You're no longer my friend. I've had enough. <laughs> I truly believe that all moms would say, I wished I had the time just to sit down and do nothing but listen to Jesus. Wouldn't that be nice? You have a merry heart, but you're living in a Martha house. So, Pastor, I want to be a merry, but how do I do it? Who will do all the things that I am doing? Listen, here's why I want to talk to you for just a minute. God understands the moment that you are in. You could be in a Martha moment. We all have them. You could be in a Mary moment. But when you're in a Martha moment, don't feel guilty and condemned that you're not able just to spend more time in the presence of God. You know, when you're in these Martha moments, sometimes the only time you have to spend with God is, well, not even in the bathroom if you have kids, right? I thanked God once our kids got old enough to where I could actually go to the restroom, take a shower, whatever, and be by myself. Because every time we've got little bitty kids, you go, then they come in there, my son going to go, so dad, what'd you do today? Okay, let's talk. Sometimes the only time you have a moment with Jesus is in the car, driving to work. Everybody else has been dropped off and you've got that moment. Sometimes it may be pushing a cart around Walmart. And if you can find Jesus while you're pushing a cart at Walmart, you are good. <laughs> Hallelujah. I can't. I pray before I go, pray while I'm there, and pray when I'm leaving, and still sometimes I have a Martha moment. You know what I'm talking about. There are times, there are moments in your life to where that's all you have. Don't let anybody put guilt or condemnation on you that you're not spending an hour a day in prayer or reading the word, an hour a day. Maybe you don't have the time. Maybe you are going and you are going and you are gone. Look at this. As Jesus and his disciples were on their way, he came to a village where a woman named Martha opened her home to him. She had a sister called Mary who sat at the Lord's feet and listened to what he said. But Martha was distracted by all the preparations that had to be made. She came to him and asked, Lord, don't you care that my sister left me to do all the work by myself? Tell her to help me. And here was the response. Martha, Martha, you're worried and upset about many things, but few things are needed or indeed only one. And Mary's chosen what is better and it will not be taken away from her. Now listen, Jesus is not condoning laziness. He is not saying, don't take care of your house, don't take care of your family, don't go to work. He's not saying that. He's saying if you have a choice, if you have the choice, have a moment with me. But there are times, moms and ladies, when you really don't have the choice. Don't let the guilt come in at those moments. I've talked with ladies throughout the years. They felt guilt and condemnation most of their lives because they couldn't get it all done. And they're always looking at that one that does somehow. Listen, 
Don't let your perspective get out of perspective. No one can do it all. There's only 24 hours in a day. And you cannot do it all. You do what you can do and ask God to help with all the rest. There may be times in your day where you just have a moment here and a moment there and a moment here and a moment there. If that's your moments right now, God understands. Don't let the church or preachers or anybody else lay condemnation on you. But if you are at a point to where you can choose to spend some moments with Jesus, then Jesus said this is actually the more profitable thing to do with your time. Listen, I've got days as a pastor to where I have times to have moments with Jesus. And there are other days that I had thought I was gonna do life a certain way and then I get a phone call and my whole day just changed. And now I'm headed to the emergency room. Now somebody's just had a car wreck. Somebody's just broken an arm. Somebody's having uh, uh, all of a sudden appendicitis or whatever it may be. I've had all these happen in the last few weeks and months. Immediately going to, you guys don't go to the hospital in Ponca either. You got to go to Wichita, Tulsa, or Oklahoma City somewhere. <laughs> so here I go, driving to Oklahoma City, Tulsa, Wichita, wherever I'm going, having my moments with God right there in the car, saying, God, you, you, you got to go before me. You got to help them out. You got to help us out here. We were praying today. Today, we've got prayer list about this long of people in the church that need God to perform miracles in their lives. And there are times to where I can spend some quality, lengthy time with Jesus. And there are other times I just got moments. And I know that may not be what pastors should tell their churches, but that's the truth of life. And we need to understand that life is tough and motherhood is tough. And it changed. And moms cannot get a break. If they don't work, here's what I had some moms write down and tell me this week. If they don't work, here's what women will tell moms who don't work. Well, how many times can you clean your house? Oh, you must not have any ambition. Uh, well, you must not care for your children or else you would try to provide more for them by working. So that's a mom that stays at home. Gets all kind of judgment from mm, working moms. But if a mom works, Here's what they say. So you've chosen your career over your children. How can you miss this time with your kids? It only happens once. I love this one. Hmm. Well, you should love your children more than your career. Or, here's another one. Here's what they said. I'm, I'm, I'm struggling to share this one, but I'm going to go ahead and share it. They say things like this. Well, my husband and I have decided just to have less so that we could spend more time with our children. You know what that working mom just heard? Well, I guess I've decided to choose all the possessions of life over my children. No. Sometimes you don't have a choice. My wife worked 
all of our married life until just a few years ago when our first grandson was born. And I got to tell you, she got it from both sides. From women who didn't work, they judged her. Oh, why are you working? You must love possessions more than you love your children. No. If, it, if I don't get it done, it ain't getting done. My husband and I are just trying to have enough to pay our bills. We're not, we're not trying to grow a kingdom or anything. We're just trying to pay the bills. You ladies know what I'm talking about, don't you? Don't let any condemnation or guilt be put upon you by anybody else. Don't let your perspective get out of perspective. Because at any moment, a Mary and a Martha can be the same woman. At any moment, you could have a Mary heart and a Martha house. And God is saying to every woman in this house today, he's calling you name. He's calling Martha, Martha. Gloria, Gloria. She said, don't you care? Don't you have compassion? And his voice, when he repeats it twice in the Greek, that means compassion. Susan, Susan. Yeah. Desi, Desi. Yeah. Dana, Dana. The God of all compassion is speaking with compassion. He's saying, listen, I know you're having a moment, but don't let your frustrations, don't let your weariness, don't let your tiredness skew your perspective of reality. I care about you. And when you're tired, isn't that one of the first things we begin to wonder, does God love me? Does God care? Is he even doing anything about what's going on in my life today? Yeah. And so today, I want to pray for all of our ladies. Would everybody please stand with me this morning? So I went that I made up and I am sure that I have overlooked some type of mom. But I've tried my best. And what I would love to do is I want all of you ladies to hear this. You can have a Mary moment and you can have a Martha moment. It's just according to whatever snapshot of life we find you in. Don't let there be any condemnation. Don't let there be any hardship in your life. Message. Join us anytime at PCAChurch.com and every Sunday at 2313 East Prospect in Ponca City.